0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Business Key podcast with Debbie and Oshiko. On today's episode, we'll be talking about one of the UK's biggest retail giants that's on the brink of collapse. Over to you, Ochiko.
1: So, recently in the media, the company Wilko's, so formerly known as Wilkinson, has, has announced that it has been put for administration. So, it has really been struggling over the last few years, I believe. And there's about twelve thousand five hundred shops. So just for context, it's probably a shop that's more known up north. So in places like Nottingham, Manchester, um Leicester, places like that up north, it's definitely very, very well, well known. Not so much in London, but they do have quite a few they do have quite a few shops. So they've got like some in Kensington and so on in London. But they sell generally like house household items. They sell like stuff that you can, household items. They sell like a mix of items, I'd say. So household items, they also have stuff like, like gardening. It's a real, real like mixed bag. They have like stuff that you can, like for the, um, that might be like home decor, like stuff for the rooms, et cetera. So they've, they have like a a real mix of, of items. So, so yeah, so Wilco's have been around for quite a long time. And yeah, as, as I said, they're one of UK's retail, retail giants. And yeah, they've been struggling for quite a while. So they've been put up for administration. So at the moment, they're looking for a new buyer. So I believe they've been given to, at the time of recording, to Wednesday. So I believe, so to find a new buyer. I don't, from the media, I don't believe that any buyer has been found yet. However, I understand that there's quite a few companies that are looking to, to take it over. So it's rivals. So its main rivals being Poundland, the range, a shop called uh, B and I've also um, been touted as well as one of the opportunists looking to take advantage. So yeah, so quite a few number of the rivals are looking to to take advantage of 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 the situation. So it's it's uh, very interesting. So now, first of all, what are your thoughts on on Wilcos in general? Were you a shopper? What were your thoughts on you know Wilcos? You know, why, what do you think has happened? Or how do you think they've got into this situation?
0: So I have been a shopper at Wilco in the past. However, where they have, where a Wilco is located near a competitor, for example, you mentioned B&M as being one of Wilco's competitors. I personally would rather shop in B&M. That is because B&M have a very good extensive range of items that they offer. They offer very similar products to Wilco. But they tend to be at a lower price point. And because these items aren't necessarily specific to Wilco, not necessarily like a proprietary item, they're just items, you know, general items for the home, as you mentioned, or it could be cleaning products, or it could be products for, you know, decorating the home or to help the home smell good or the garden and DIY items. Then in that case, I, like most shoppers, I believe, will go for the items that are, you know, especially when they are the same item. I'll go for the cheaper option. Um, it's not as though going to Wilco for for, an, for a cleaning product. Um, if I can get the exact same cleaning product at B&M, it's not giving me any value to spend more for it. So that's why personally I have been a shopper at Wilco. I I do quite like DIY and home stores. I think they're quite nice to browse in. I think they have quite nice products personally. However, um, I think perhaps one of the reasons perhaps why Wilco may have been um failing of late is the price points um and just being slightly higher than some of their competitors who offer very similar if not identical product product ranges. What were your what are your thoughts of Wilco and have you shopped with Wilco before? Uh
1: yes when I used to live in Nottingham there was a Wilco's and BNM that were not too far from each other. So the one I actually knew knew about was Wilco's. So I remember shopping there first because I think I may have seen an advert from them, I'm not sure, but they were definitely the more recognisable name. So I remember shopping there. But a lot of their items were quite sort of items that you can buy in lots of places. So, you know, washing up liquid and stuff like that, you can easily buy from, you know, a normal supermarket and so on. There wasn't really that many, there wasn't any, there wasn't that many unique products, I would say, that you could just get just from Wilco's. So I think that's definitely one of the key problems that they had there wasn't really any what, what, what was the draw what was the attraction to the store why should I as a shopper go to Wilco's when I can get most of your items from you know from Asda from Tesco from Lidl etc why should I go to why should I go to 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 Wilco's so that was definitely one of the issues then the other one as you said was the price so so um when I eventually did go to B&M's b and M. I noticed that, yeah, a lot of the s- stuff that they sold in BNM was pretty much identical to what they sold in in Wilco's, but cheaper. So, you know, they're both almost, they're both, you know, not too far from each other. So why should I spend extra in Wilco's when I can get the same thing in, in B&M, but cheaper? They same literally same item. Most of the items were the same. It wasn't like Wilco's one was more quality, in my opinion. It felt like it was pretty much the same item. So So, yeah, so... I would say it was missing its kind of unique selling point in terms of why are we going there in the first place. And then also it's getting beaten on price. And then in terms of like location, it wasn't even like it was like more convenient. It was pretty much similar convenience. So I think perhaps they've lost their way in terms of what is their unique, what's, what's unique about the shop, I think was probably the biggest thing. And then, yeah, also just being beaten on price. So I think it's as simple as that. And then, of course, with the pandemic and, you know, cost of living crisis and so on, people are very, very cost conscious. So, yeah, so I can imagine that probably accelerated the situation that they're in now. So, so yeah, it's a shame because there's like, you know, 12,500 jobs. They're talking about people potentially losing, you know, if they're not able to find a buyer. So it's, yeah, it's very, um, it's, um, it's very sad. And a lot of people, are, are, I was reading about the story and a lot of people were talking about parallels of Woolworths. I don't know if you remember Woolworths, Debbie, um, in the past. So yeah, Woolworths was another UK retail store and they kind of sold a lot of things. They were kind of, it was a bit of a confusing store. Like they were selling magazines, pick and mix. It was like a lot of, different different sections you, you didn't really know what it was it wasn't like known for any specific thing it was kind of trying to do everything but it wasn't necessarily the cheapest it wasn't like a lot of the stuff you can get from the high street it was it was a kind of it's, it is there is like a similarity in the in that it wasn't it didn't really have a unique selling point in terms of what do we actually buy from here it was it was um it was a generalist but then it wasn't the best on price so it was yeah so it was kind of stuck in the middle kind of thing and then pe- basically lost revel- relevance so um so yeah do you see the the, the parallels with with woolworths to me
0: I do see some parallels with with I do see some parallels with woolworths and it is unfortunate whenever you see or hear about a company particularly a, real, a retail company that employs a lot of people um that could potentially go bust. And to your point with Woolworths being quite a generalist but not necessarily having a specialism, I think perhaps one of the factors that may be at play are the rise of not necessarily the rise, but the impact of supermarkets because you generally have to go to a supermarket to purchase food. You can also go to markets and butchers and you can shop online but generally most people will go to supermarket. And I would argue that most of the items that you could get at a Woolworths or get at a Wilco, you could probably get from a supermarket as well. So cleaning products, homeware, garden items, most supermarkets, particularly large supermarkets, you can probably get the items there as well. And therefore, I wonder if that had an impact in terms of people not needing to go to sort of specialist or, you know, general generalist stores that don't necessarily sell groceries. Um, because they can just pick it up in their, you know, weekly shop. And I think generally speaking, with the rise of the internet and e-commerce, there has been less footfall in stores anyway. Um, and so where, you know, you have a store that, you know, it's not, you don't have to go to Wilco, you know, you might, unless you're moving house, you want to get some new plates or a carport, for example, you don't necessarily have to go there. If you just want cleaning products, you can get that on your weekly shop that you typically will go to. So I think that probably has been a factor and maybe them not taking advantage of online as much or, um, you know, finding, like you said, a niche, finding a niche that is lucrative. Um, So, for example, maybe if they sold, I don't know, really nice um, vacuum cleaners or electrical items, then people might feel as though it's worthwhile going in there for those items. Um, Although there is a lot of competition online with that anyway, but just being sort of like a general homeware goods store that are you know quite affordable prices but like you said not the cheapest there's no real, real need or you know to go to Wilco um, and I think that perhaps you know maybe they saw a decline in, in the actual customers coming into store I don't think they have much of an online presence either um. and I think they probably you know they are beaten on price as well by a lot of their competitors so I think it's unfortunate but a lot of you know issues in terms of their strategy. How they positioned themselves in the last few years has probably made a big impact in terms of you know their their performance not being so great.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, great points there. Um, the yeah the other thing as was well I, I actually remember in my SEMA studies, in accounting, sorry, in my accounting studies, I was studying something similar to that. It was it was um in terms of uh, that company anal- company analysis, and what they were saying was the theory was that where you want to be is kind of two ends you either want to be the cheapest or you want to be the other end which is the premium end so you don't sell as you don't sell as many goods but it's for a high price so maybe like your it's like really high quality and and so on so you want to be at what at one of the two ends but where you don't want to be is the middle of the road which is what I think Woolworths and and Wilco's was they were in the middle so they wasn't the cheapest and it wasn't premium either. So they were just kind of in the middle, just kind of, there isn't really anything, you know, they're they're just like in the middle. They're just like general. So, so yeah, that's definitely one of the issues there. But yeah, no, very interesting points there that you brought, brought brought along, certainly with the online as well, because even with online, you know, there's been, you know, people can also order on Amazon, for example. So probably Amazon has been one of the competitors that have been taking some of their customers as, you know, instead of going to Wilco's to get, you know, maybe some hardware stuff, you know some screwdrivers or whatever and you can just order it on on amazon and it's there the next day you know so that's definitely one of the um one of the one of the issues yeah sort of having more unique products that can bring in customers that can help to to drive everything else so oh, oh you want to point? Point.
0: yeah so i think from that discussion i think what we can say are some of the business keys are to like you said if you are have if you have a product offering particularly if it's not super particularly niche um try not trying to position yourself to not be the middle of the road because that will often get overlooked to so either being the premium option or being the the cheaper option that you in which you sell on mass also i would say being aware of competitors and competition what what the competitors are doing not being naive to that and just thinking that you have a fantastic product offering but actually looking around What are your competitors doing? What are their prices? What, you know, how are they performing? Um, Is there anything that they're doing that you can also do? So for example, like you mentioned, Amazon being one of their competitors as well. I'm sure 20 years ago, they didn't foresee that. But I think as Amazon was rising in terms of a competitor to items that they were uh, selling, you know, that is something that they could have considered. So how they could have a bigger online presence in order to compete uh, with their new competitor being Amazon, how they can compete on price, what they can do to draw customers into their stores um and I think so being flexible in terms of um you know how you what the business strategy is to make sure that you can respond to the market, you know being very closely aware of that um and I would also say if you can carve out a specialism so if there is a you know you know uh, something about the store that does if it is a retail store. There's something about the store that draws people to it. So if you think about an M&S food hall or an M&S that has a food hall, that could be a draw to the store. Is that they have really amazing food? If you go there, you get to you know eat try that food. If there's an IKEA, you get to see the furniture in person. You get to measure it. You get to also they also serve food as well, where you can have a nice treat. They also have sort of model show homes, uh, type of type of um layouts where you can actually see or place items and see how it would look in your home which is quite nice to see if you think about something like um, a clothing store you might have the items on mannequin so you can see how it fits the person you can try the clothes on in store so there's an incentive to go in and I think you know that would be the business key for me is you know just being aware of your market um taking the tips that we've we've laid out um and uh, yeah, just constantly being aware of the opportunities and the threats out there.
1: Yes, great keys, great takeaways there. And uh, yeah, just to add on to that, I would say I certainly like the point about the IKEA as well. Yeah, those food is, you know, very nice when you go into there. I don't know, have you tried some of their food? It's, oh, it's, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, they've got like some sausages, um, sausages that they make, some like, hot dogs. Um and uh, got some black like, bakery section as well. And it's really super cheap as well. So yeah, definitely. And also, yeah, the showroom, yeah, it's really, really nice when you go in there. So yeah, of course, yeah, definitely. They have, you know, that that's definitely something they would have needed to think about. What, what can they do to sort of bring the customers in? You know, is there something that they can use to bring the customers in? So they were definitely missing that from Wilco's. So definitely lots of learnings for you guys. So yeah, let us know in the comments, what are your thoughts on Wilco's? Do you think it can survive do you think um where do you where do you see it going where do you see it going in the future you know oh, were you a shopper why do you why do you think it it didn't it didn't work out you yeah, know let us know your thoughts we're on social media follow us on social media and let us know your thoughts um so yeah so that's all for today so uh we'll see you next time on the business key progress bye bye